more wood? Oh, yeah. You are now listening to Blast Burn Radio. Welcome to a very special mini episode of Blast Burn Radio. I'm your host, Jolly by Nature, and with me as always are our our birthday friends, our anniversary co-hosts, Messer Engine and Celeste. Thanks for joining me tonight, guys. How's it going? I it's real good. I actually just finished up a stream that a lot of you happen to be watching. So hopefully you enjoyed that. I was real nervous. But yeah, it's hard to believe that like I think it's tomorrow it'll officially be. One year from me sitting down doing my first ever stream on Twitch and the very first ever Blastburn Radio stream. That's unbelievable to me. Yeah, tomorrow is the one year, or today, if you're listening to this, as long as Jolly gets off his ass and puts it together in time. Today is the one year anniversary of Blastburn Radio. One year ago today, actually, was about five days earlier than we planned on launching. But I got all the podcast hosting stuff set up and got super excited and just pushed the shit live and just fucking texted Mess and Rohane was like, hey guys, we have a podcast now. We're on the internet. And then realized immediately after that I was being like a really like shitty partner and friend that I probably should have talked to them about that first. And so that was, I learned my first lesson in business in the same day that we opened for business so one year from the disastrous first streams from both of us oh jesus christ we were we were not exactly technically prepared for this endeavor no no redoing it and getting that fucking metapod instead of the caterpie so i had to level it with fucking harden uh, and of course, poor Celeste wasn't with us in those first few months, but I mean, at the same time, Celeste was kind of always with us. Like she's been our really good friend for a very long time. And so even when she wasn't actively working on the project, I mean, she was still following it very, very closely. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like a change to bring Celeste on. Cause it felt like Celeste had always been on. Oh yeah. Yes. I enjoyed watching it. A lot of funny moments, a lot of. I, I think still think my favorite moment is one of the most painful moments for her, Jolly. And that was the poor, poor Machoke getting his dream eaten. Oh, God. I laughed so hard poor when that Loco. happened. I was watching that live. I was nearly crying. <laughs> Brad will never let me forget it either. Every time the pain starts to heal, he's just like, ah, clips, 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 clips. <laughs> I seriously took that clip that I took of that moment. I think there's a couple of them actually. And I played it for just about everybody I knew at work who would appreciate it. It's a good clip. <sighs> I'm so glad that my suffering brought so much joy to all of you. Your suffering <laughs> usually brings us joy. Yeah. It was the perfect reaction, man. Yeah. Yeah. For just the perfect reactions or just, I don't have to wear the do fat this month. <laughs> Rip in peace for loco. <laughs> All right, so we are here tonight to celebrate our first whole year of Blastburn Radio, which is fucking incredible, honestly. 
But that's not all. We're also here to update you guys on what to expect from us in our second year. Our vision for this show has changed a lot since we first started it, and it's still changing, honestly. So let's talk about some of those changes. Change can be uncomfortable, and I'd rather rip that Band-Aid first in the early part of the episode so that we can just enjoy our celebration of our first year because it's an accomplishment and I'm really fucking proud of, of you guys and of myself and of everyone. As always, we collectively are, are constantly evaluating what works and what doesn't with our show. And we're making some alterations to our initial plans going into year two. So let's just kind of start from the top and, and work our way down the list of what you guys can expect to be, to be different around here. So one of the things that we learned when we did Fire Red Leaf Green uh, was one that sleeplocks suck, and we're just fucking too old for that at that at this point. <laughs> uh, uh. And uh, and two, we we found that we really didn't like our initial vision of them being separate for a, a bunch of reasons. One of them was that we lost a lot of momentum coming out of season three and then into this sleep lock just because it, it was separate and we waited a couple of weeks to do it. And then we had a break in between there and that just didn't feel real good for us. Yeah, it, it was really frustrating. And, you know, obviously there were other corroborating circumstances that were surrounding that. And it's entirely possible that if we went right into Heart Gold Soul Silver and we said, hey, guys, we're doing this one randomized or as an egg lock that you guys would be really psyched and on board and it would be a really great nine weeks. But if it's not, then it's nine weeks. Like that's not a short, quick, easy to turn around experiment if it goes bad. Yeah, and that's not to say that we don't want to experiment with things and try new things. In fact, we're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit. But our our kind of solution for that, especially where this is a competitive series, right? So we're going through everything, is we're just going to integrate them naturally into the rest of the series. So the remakes and uh, the sequels, if you will, will just be part of the regular series. So they will count towards our wins on the world tour. We'll be using our same format for rule set and drafting and all that stuff. So you can look forward to us definitely doing them and not having to stay up and watch us for 24 hours as we suffer. Yeah, and you know, we had even considered just cutting them out of the series altogether, right? Because we've already been to those regions. and But at the same time, they are all they all bring such unique and different things to the series that that just felt like a real disservice to... Some of those games, which are some of the best games in the series, games like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and Black and White 2. So we really want to keep them in. And this was our compromise. This was our solution to still play those games. So that said, since we have now all of the games in their own, you know, with everybody else, we're kind of concerned about a couple things, primarily Black and White and Black and White 2, uh, both in Unova, obviously uh, very different games. But we don't want to be in the same region, like, two series in a row. That's like 18 weeks of Unova, which I don't know if that's interesting for us. I don't know if that's interesting for you guys. So we're going to shake it up a little bit. We're going to move Heart Gold Soul Silver right in between. So we're going straight into Gen 5 after this series. And then we'll be back to friggin' Johto for some shenanigans before we head to Black and White 2. 
you know, I I understand that this kind of jumbles the release order and especially like is going to make for some weird situations where we get new mechanics and then we go back to not having them and then we go back to having them again. But ultimately, we felt like this was going to be a more enjoyable order to play these games in and hopefully a more enjoyable order for you to experience them in with us. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there's only having the same starters twice in a row, I think would be a, a little bit of a bummer for me personally, uh, as much as they're cool. I'm a little anxious to get back to uh, good, good Gator and fucking Fire Weasel or whatever the hell Typhlosion <laughs> actually is. That Fire Ferret. Anyway, uh, yeah. And we'd have to fight over the Unova starters twice, which would be not fun. Yeah. And, and it is important to note that we'll be handling Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire the same way once we get to the Alola games. Because, once again, there's Sun and Moon and then... Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that are very similar back to back, so we'll probably squeeze the Gen Three remakes right in the middle of those as well. Maybe I won't hate Gen Three as much in, when it's actually part of Gen Gen Six. If I'm any indication, yes, you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, we, we're always trying to look ahead, and seeing as that we knew we were going to run into that situation again, it was important for us to kind of figure out, or at least evaluate a way to deal with that early. So hopefully this will work out. I'm sure you guys will give us your feedback. You always do. Uh, and we're always listening. So feel free to tell us if you were like kind of bummed out that we didn't get, go to Johto right away. You know, We'll keep that in mind as we move forward, but at least for now, that this is going to be the direction. One of the other things that we really want to do in year two is deliver more content and different content. And there's a bunch of reasons for that. You know, honestly, Nuzlocke's can be a little bit harrowing. Jolly's done way more of them than I ever have. I'm going to let him talk about that, actually. He's lost a lot of boys. So, yeah, you go right ahead, sir. Yeah, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. I started to feel a little bit of, of burnout around the time that we wiped out earlier in the series. And it's not because I don't love the series. Like, if anything, Platinum has really surprised me with how great I find it to be. And we'll talk about that, obviously, in the finale. But and it's not that I don't love Blastburn Radio, because I fucking love Blastburn Radio. I love the Nuzlocke World Tour. I love our PvP. And I love you guys and your investment in the series. Like, you give me life. And I, I thoroughly mean that. But Nuzlocke's are... They're, they can be emotionally draining. And you know, there's a reason that when I'm playing them for fun on my own at home, I rarely finish a Nuzlocke and jump right into another one because you just, you need a little separation, you need a little break, right? You need to kind of recuperate and build those muscles back up. And we've been Nuzlocking for a year straight, you guys, just back to back to back. And when it goes hard, it feels real fucking hard. And then just... In addition to that, and this is probably, I think, more a me thing, but but I think we all feel it to some degree. Like, you know, we're we're creative folks. We we want to make stuff. That's why we make this show. That's why we make our streams. And we want to make new stuff. Like, we want to flex those creative muscles. We want to try new and different things. You know, some of which may be very similar to what we're doing now, but but just different enough to be interesting. Some of it way the fuck out there and experimental. We just want to try new shit. And for all the great things that I can say about main series Blastburn Radio, it does not leave us with a lot of time and a lot of fuel in the tank to do other shit. It just fucking doesn't. 
not just from a like deliver you more and new and interesting content standpoint either from a like real life standpoint like i think every week on the podcast when jolly's like how are you guys and we're like we're fucking exhausted (laughs) and it's because we're real busy folks we uh, jolly has kids we work full time you know i run a business outside of this other business that we run like it is it is bananas and you know it's really important for us to kind of like get a breather and be able to kind of like break up you know just the the content delivery a little bit for main series my wife has been extremely patient with the fact that several days a week i am completely unavailable and there is no break really outside of like the one week in between series when we're still doing stuff we're just not doing as much stuff so the changes we're about to talk about in a minute have a lot to do with also maintaining like home family life balance, which is really important if you want us to continue doing the show, because if all of our significant others pick up pitchforks, we're not going to be around. So that is, that is a concern that we have to have and we have to consider. That's very true. And it's, it's really important to note also that the reason that I think that's more true maybe for our show than it is for a lot of other podcasts is we are totally unable to make a content buffer because our weekly podcast is entirely dependent on our weekly gameplay and weekly streams. So we can't just make three episodes back to back so that we can take a couple of weeks off recording and, you know, spend time with family or go on vacation. If we go out of town, there's just no podcast that week. And so that's a big wait. Yeah. And I mean, the the one other point that I want to want to make here too, is that, and this is something I'm really proud of, is that over this last year, we've cultivated a community that isn't just a Nuzlocke community. Like, we've cultivated a community that loves Pokemon, from standard runs, Nuzlocke runs, competitive, TCG, everything about Pokemon you guys love. There's a person in the community that loves it, and we want to be able to make more content that also appeals to those other parts of the community, too. Because you're all part of the Blastburn Nation. And and I say that sincerely. Like, I know that some of you do Tabletop United. Pokemon Tabletop United. Some of you do a lot of competitive. Brad does a ton of competitive stuff. And fucking draft leagues and stuff like that. And we're really jazzed about that. And we want to be able to do do more for you. So, with all of that said. With all of our mentality behind these changes. I want to talk to you about what we're changing how it affects you, the listener, and why you should actually be really excited about that. So so don't panic, you guys. This this has all sounded very grim, and mom and dad aren't breaking up. We're not splitting up the kids. What we are doing, however, is we are changing our release schedule for Series 5 and onward. After Episode 50, which will be... Episode 50, you guys. Holy shit. Uh, But episode 50 will be the series finale of series four. Beyond that, Blastburn Radio is going to be a bi-weekly podcast. We will be releasing every second week instead of every week. Now, with that being said, we are still committed to providing you with weekly Pokemon content. That's important to us. That is a promise that we made you when we launched. And even though we feel like this is a necessary change, that's not a promise that we intend to break. So one of the things that we've started doing the last couple months that we've really enjoyed and we've gotten good community response from is Showdown Spotlight. 
And we're going to start delivering two of those a month on the off weeks when Main Blast Burn Radio isn't on. That means you're going to get two Friday night fights a month, too. So get ready to send in your teams and, you know, come watch us test them out and provide commentary and all that. Additionally, we know that there's a big competitive group in our community, and that felt like the most natural fit for additional content to start with. And we're hoping that will continue to grow. I mean, we're even talking about putting it in its own feed with its own cover album art and stuff like that so that more people can find it based off of the kind of uh, competitive niche that it sits in. In addition, we're going to be looking to roll out new content. It's not going to be immediate, but it's going to take a little time to get that ball rolling. But expect new and exciting things from us moving forward. Yeah, what we've really discovered over the last year is that we fucking love making podcasts, you guys. Like, we really, really dig it. And we want to do more of that. You know, I a big mental shift that I've had to make over the past year, and something that's really only solidified in the last week or two, and I haven't even really had a chance to talk to you guys about it, is, you know, for the longest time, I have viewed myself as a podcaster and as a Twitch streamer, and I've tried to make all my decisions, you know, balancing those two competing obligations. And, you know, I just finally kind of, like, I hit a shift where I said, you know, this isn't working. I can do both of these things, but I have to be one of them. And I'm a podcaster, you guys. Like, I, I stream on Twitch. I stream on Twitch for Blast Burn Radio. But I am a fucking podcaster. And as far as I am concerned, personally, every decision that I make from here on out for Blast Burn Radio is going to put that product first. Because that's the product that you guys have shown time and time again that you love. And it's the product that I love to make. So, as Celeste mentioned a few minutes ago, you can expect a new and interesting content from us. We do have a project in the tank that we are working towards and on, and it's not going to be available immediately, but we think you guys are really going to dig it. So, please be patient for that extra delicious content, and hopefully you will see it soon. Alright guys, now the last change that we're looking at rolling out this year, the last big announcement that we have is that we've gotten a lot of feedback from you guys asking for this and we've taken it to heart so blast burn radio is coming to patreon yeah we're not ready for the rollout quite yet um there's a lot of things to consider when you run a patreon or a kickstarter or any any uh, crowdfunded type of scenario but it's coming real soon so stay tuned for that Patrons will be able to look forward to early access to content, which I'm sure you will love. And our whole community can look forward to more and more frequent content as we meet funding goals. Now, at the end of the day, guys, this is a decision that is fueled 100% by the content. Uh, you guys are constantly asking us for, for more, frankly. And, and we want to give you more, but we need resources to make that happen. So if you... You know, if you don't like the change of the main show to bi-weekly, if you really want to see it become a weekly show again, uh, if you want more Showdown Spotlight, or if you think the new stuff that we come out with is totally rad, and you want more of that, or just more different new stuff, if you want us to try more new things, supporting us on Patreon is 100% the way to make those things happen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, I'm sure that you guys realize that we sink a lot of time into the show, like, we talk about that a lot, but it is a lot of time like when jolly says he's slaving over the podcast on sunday he's slaving over the podcast on sunday like that's an all-day project especially when you're juggling kids and family obligations and everything else realistically 
if we want to produce even more than what we're going to be doing, you know, with the launch of Patreon and the stuff that we're talking about tonight, we need to be able to free up one of us to do more editing or to do more prep work or do more research or a variety of other tasks that have to be done every week. And obviously there's never any obligation for you to pay us. We, we'd love you to. We, we love the content that we produce and we hope you do too. But at the end of the day, you listening means the most to us. But if you can throw a couple extra bucks our way, we definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. And I think it is really important to note that, you know, we don't have all of the specifics hammered down on paper yet, hence why this isn't live yet. But one thing that we've always all pretty firmly agreed on since this topic was even first broached in conversation is the vast, vast majority of the content that we produce, if not all of it, but I leave it at the vast, vast majority as an asterisk just in case, the vast majority of the content that we produce will always be 110% free to all of you to consume. It might be exclusive to patrons for a little while as an incentive, but unless it's like the most side niche project we have ever done as a bonus, all the content that we produce will be released publicly and the majority of the rewards on Patreon are going to be rewards for everyone when we hit funding goals and not just for patrons. We want to reward our patrons, but at the end of the day, as I tell you every goddamn week, we're all in this together. So we want to give it to all of you. So that's a lot of exciting stuff. We know that we just threw like 20 to 30 minutes of lots of news at you. It was more poker news than the poker news. <laughs> Yeah, that was our peek into the future of Blastburn Radio. But, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, we're here today because of where we've been and where we've come and, and where we've started from. Mess Celeste, would you care to share any of your, your memories or any words for our, our friends and colleagues and our community for our one-year anniversary? Spicy Cat did not deserve to die to a magneton in Pokemon <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. I I still can't believe that. Oh, man, there are so many memories from this year, you guys. You know that my most watched fucking clip on Twitch is me not streaming, watching Rohane stream, doing the Sabrina gym and watching Tom Hanks die and just losing it, <laughs> like hysterically laughing because I can't fucking believe it. That's my most watched clip on Twitch. I uploaded it from that night. I really couldn't. I had it up on a second monitor. I was like, what the, what the, what's going on? Oh my God. That Snorlax is dead. So dead. Or fucking red corner, blue corner shenanigans. <laughs> How we just couldn't get that right. Like any week in gen one. God fucking Pierce being a boss every week and just murdering the shit out of peeps. Plan B, Plan B will live on forever. Like, that's evidently the funniest thing I've ever said in the history of my life. So, that's the thing. I, I peaked at 33. I'm kind of worried. I'm rather fond of that special D myself. Yep, that special D. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a shiny bird magnet. You are a shiny bird magnet. Yeah, uh, that seems about right, actually. <laughs> You've been running the uh, running a normal type fucking bird. Every season that you've been on the show. I like those normal type birds. They're usually pretty good. And two of them have been shiny. Ah, uh, my sweet summer child, wait until you meet Padov. Padov. 
<laughs> it's a dove that evolves into a turkey pigeon thing. I don't even know. Uh, oh, man. Upon uh, this kingdom, upon this dog, we shall build our kingdom. Please do not give me a shiny padove. I, I, I will take the doof hat if I get it. No, I'm kidding. But... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to hold you to that. Oh. <laughs> we ain't chasing dogs. We don't need dogs. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Seriously, though, you guys, this, this has been a, an absolutely incredible run for us. I... I remember when I first sat down in my living room with a sleeping baby in my lap and I had mess on the phone and I told him about this podcast that I wanted to make and, and he told me to fucking go for it. And I literally, I would not have if we hadn't had that conversation. And, you know, I remember when we started and we had about 14 downloads and they were all local from people that we knew. And we were just trying to get even a little bit of word out. And now here we are, and if our if our host is to be believed, at least we have a reach of about two hundred and twenty people today, which is still real small on the internet, but it it feels real fucking big. It does. It it really fucking does, and from places we would never have expected. Absolutely. Um, I I want to give a big thank you, a big shout out to our our good friend Nathan Capisser, who, um has become a, a great friend of ours in the industry, a great colleague and who gave us uh, a leg up when we were first getting started. That was real good and real appreciated. And I think one of my proudest moments in podcasting was when Nathan hit me up and said, Hey, I just heard from a guy who's a new listener who came from your show because it felt so fucking good to give that back to him after he gave it to us. So thank you, Nathan. Uh, you're, you're fucking incredible. I love you, bro. I want to thank Tom, Tom Archard, who was our first fan, our first real fan who wrote us and told us how much he loved the show. And Tom, buddy, I know that you have been real fucking busy and you haven't been around, but I I hope you're still listening. And I hope that you know how much that meant to us and how good that made us feel. We miss you. I want to thank all of our incredibly active and happy and and silly friends and fans in the community. I want to thank Pegasus, who is ride or die for our boy mess and has just been the biggest little shit, but the most lovable little fucker that I've ever met in my entire life. I want to thank Penguin, who has just been a rock for us and just even when life is just destroying her, she is just quietly and steadily in our corner and that makes all the fucking difference in the world i want to thank my sweet baby boy cam who has been so incredibly vocal in his support of of us of the show and i want to fucking thank you guys because i get to make something that i love with my best fucking friends and that's the best goddamn feeling in the world so thank you no, thank you. Thank you all. Sincerely. Like, especially all of you moderators and gym leaders who, like, volunteer your time to help make the community better and to help teach people how to fight their moms, like, real good. You guys are are seriously the best. And if you're just even just a listener out there, just know how much you're fucking appreciated because we never... Like, we sat down to do this, and we never thought we would be sitting here a year later with as many fans as we have. Really active fans, too. Like, you guys write us every week, and you tell us about how 
you know, this show inspired you to do your own Nuzlocks or to try different things within the community or got you back into Pokemon. Like, that, that is amazing to me that us sitting here on Saturday night every week and being real grumpy, <laughs> if we're honest, if you're me, uh, and being like, my week sucked. Now I got to do PvP against Jolly and I'm going to die terribly. That's uh that's my week most weeks. It's fucking amazing. And we're all like we're all on fucking webcam here and we're all tearing up. So yeah, you guys are awesome. Yeah, I may not be the most vocal person on the podcast, nor am I the most entertaining streamer, but ever since I started this, I've had a ton of fun. I enjoy hanging out with freaking Mez and Jolly every week. They're such great friends and it makes it makes my week every week to be able to do this. And that wouldn't happen without you guys and your support. And it's just been amazing. I'm crying big time now, <laughs> to be honest. And you guys I, let I love me this. be professionally grumpy. <laughs> professionally grumpy. I don't get to do that in my damn day job. And I can be professionally angry sometimes and whatever the hell I am <laughs> otherwise. <sighs> and and that includes you too, by the way, Rohane. I know you're out there listening, buddy. And we... There there would not be a show without you. I, I know that life has taken you down some real crazy turns lately, buddy, and, and we're all in your, your corner and, and we we love and we appreciate you. So thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for all the memes. <laughs> Every <laughs> single awesome one memes. Oh shit. Not that we haven't created our own memes. Oh no, I've taken over meme factory generation. <sighs> Still can't I still can't get over the fact that that bird crit the Porygon to death <laughs> in season two. I mean, lightning strikes once all the time. It happens. <laughs> it was like every fucking week. It was just like bird, the crit bird. death. Bird, death. Uh, sadly, sadly, my burb this season isn't, isn't Rachel the crit burb. Because Rachel the crit burb was amazing. Rest in peace, Columbia. Sweet blueberry. Uh... <laughs> Snorlax snacks. <laughs> I don't like the fact that all of your favorite memories are of sad things happening to Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of one of the most horrible and funny memories for me, I guess, would be killing Kefka because I wasn't paying attention. I was so tired that I was like grinding freaking tentacles and I throw out this poor little baby that takes four times damage to fucking water. That is one of my favorite fucking moments in this podcast. No, you can't grow up. You stand there in the corner. All right, it's your time now, Kefa. Get out Get there. Get out there and fight this thing tentacruel. that's going to murder you. It's not even a tentacle. You even come out against the little one. You send it out against the one that's the size of a fucking building. The fucking hentai monster. Oh, shit. Poor little fucking avatar. It's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm going to grow up big and strong. Love me so much. No, you stay that way. <laughs> you stay that way. Get uh, back in the ball. You know God what you did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, uh, I, I hope I get one that... in Gen 4, or, or Heart Gold, Skull Silver, or something to redeem Kefka, because it needs to That happen. fucking Larvitar can't, like, swim in the water, so you're, like, surfing. It's standing on the back of whatever you're surfing on, and there's just this massive fucking kraken <laughs> coming out of the water, and you're like, okay, now's your time to shine. Murder it. Go for it. <laughs> it's just in there in the water, splashing. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it didn't even die to the tentacle. It just died to fucking to the water. It's like in the water. It's looking at you going, you know I'm a rock, right? Oh, no. oh that makes me think of, I forget what video it was, but it's some Pokemon video where they throw out a Zubat and try to surf on it. <laughs> oh, I have to remember that, what that is. That, that would be Pokemon Rusty. That's oh, yes, that is. All the Bidoofs and surfing on Zubats. Because why not? Uh, fucking, fucking Trask. You were the most amazing bat. Until Rocks. Rocks of Doom. Crit Rocks, too. Not just like regular rocks. <laughs> that Machamp was like, uh-uh. Fuck this. Have some rocks. And now your Zubat is the bane of my existence with its stupid confuse ray this season. Would you like some confusion? <sighs> Punches self in face twice. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. Murder all my things by having them kill themselves. Seriously, though, guys, thank you so, so much. Above all else, we we would not continue to do what we do if it was not for the support and the shenanigans that we get every day out of out of you guys, out of the Blastburn Nation. You are you give us life so thank you and we're looking forward to another great year many more years of making great great content for you guys and hopefully in a couple of years i won't be so shy so i'm actually talking a lot more on the podcast <laughs> maybe by the time we're 70 probably <laughs> i'll be a grumpy old woman then and i won't care about whatever anyone thinks you're just gonna say what's on your mind at all times yeah all right, guys. Well, that's that's our that's our mini show for the night. We're gonna go ahead and and, and wrap it up. As always, just be sure to follow the show on Facebook and Twitter and all the, your other social medias at Blastburn Radio for updates on what all of our hosts and what our show is up to around the web. Uh, as always, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to give a very special thank you to my co-host Messer Engine and Celeste for Blastburn Radio. I am Jolly by Nature. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Happy birthday, motherfuckers. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Blastburn Radio is a production of Challenge Accepted Media. This episode was produced by Jolly by Nature, Celeste Lost, and Messer Engine. Pokemon and all related games and characters are the property and trademark of Nintendo, Game Freak, and the Pokemon Company. Opening music in today's episode includes Game On by Fishy off the OC Remix album, The Missing No Tracks. Check out this great album at missingno.ocremix.org. Battle music in today's episode provided by Glitch X City. Check out all her work on YouTube or SoundCloud at Glitch X City. Closing music in today's episode is Cantilave City Remix by Say, S-E-I-I. You can check out all her tracks at youtube.com slash saytunes. Design work and stream assets provided by Rachel Mondragon. Check out her portfolio or contact her for commissions at rachelmondragon.com. Blastburn Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.